Dr. Elizabeth Nielsen holds a PhD in instructional psychology from Brigham Young University. She creates course curriculum for multi-million dollar coaching clients. She's a consultant and frequent lecturer on parenting and self-government. She manages and maintains a diverse personal investment profile, which includes manufacturing, real estate, tech startups, the private coaching sectors, and Broadway. Dr. Nielsen has traveled the world competing and teaching ballroom dance. She and her husband are parents of four. And today we talk with Elizabeth about what she looks for in an investment and if a Broadway investment is a good investment to make. Along the way, she has some very specific notes for producers about what an investor looks for. And as a producer myself, I really lean in to what the audience has to say as I build musicals. So excited to have Elizabeth Nielsen on the podcast and can't wait for you to listen. Enjoy. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Thank you. Thanks. Um, Elizabeth, you have invested in, in a variety of sectors. And this interview, this podcast is focused on the producer, Broadway producer investor relationship, which is so key. So with all of your investing, you've, in, I'm sure it's included successful investments and inevitably some investments that have been less successful. Maybe we start at the beginning with why invest? Why should somebody invest? There's a lot of information to work through, data, it takes time, it takes an understanding of various industries, like you have to manage all the risk factors. Is investing a good idea? Well, I don't know that I have the real answer to that because some people I think invest a lot more than I do. Um, that is not my profession. It's just something that I've been fortunate to have funds to to need to do something with. And so investing to me is something that I prefer rather than just sitting it in the bank, letting it sit there. That's not a very smart decision. You know, you want to maximize your your money. You want to be able to make the most of it and put it to work. Honestly, um, it always kind of makes me think about Barbara Streisand in Hello, Dolly. When and I won't quote this perfectly, but she says something about how her husband, Ephraim Levi, used to say money was like manure. It should be spread around encouraging young things to grow or new things to grow or something like that. And um, yes, and so I look at investing that way a little bit where where it's something and you want not only to grow your own portfolio, but investment should also be something where for me. I'm encouraging and supporting people in their dreams. Uh, I like to invest in projects where I feel like there's potential for growth, for um, the world to be better, for people to be able to reach their dreams, to achieve their dreams, whatever it is. To me, it's not just about putting money in and getting the greatest return. Yeah, that, that's awesome. But I also want there to be a meaning and a purpose behind why I'm investing. So maybe that's more my reason for investing than maybe mm -hmm. other people. But that's how I look at it. It's an opportunity to, it's a win-win. In most cases, that's what I hope is that it's a win-win for the investor and the person or the company or the group that they are investing in. 
Mm, wow. Uh, that, I think, puts you in a class of unique investors that beyond the return or the bottom line, that you have a, a even bigger perspective of why as you're encouraging these people and these projects and these products. You're like the golden investor. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I, I love that you're female investor and female investors are often overlooked, but are one of the most powerful forces in investing, at least according to Forbes magazine, I was researching. Um, how do you approach an investment like a Broadway investment? Why should someone invest in Broadway? Well, for me, there were multiple layers of that decision. And I think those that invest a lot know that you're investing not just in the product, but you're investing in the people. You're, the people that are going to be operating whatever you're investing in, the people that are, see the vision, the people that are putting their, you know, axe to the grind, they're doing the work. And for me, one of the biggest reasons I invested in Broadway was because of the person that I was investing in. And that really was my major driving decision there. But also, I'm a fan of musicals um, ever since I was a child. You know, that dream of, oh, wouldn't it be so fun to be on the stage? Oh, if only I could act out, you know, and dance and sing and, and take that part. And there were so many parts I just, you know, dreamed of being in. I always wanted to be in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I always, well, I have, I have more than seven brothers. But anyway, um, there were just some, some musicals that I wanted to be, Singing in the Rain, right? Wanted to be in Singing in the Rain. There were just so many that I just wanted to be part of. And I got to do that in high school for some of them. But then my interest took me a different way. And I loved the direction I went, which was ballroom dance. Thoroughly enjoyed it. But that doesn't mean I lost my love for musicals. And so Broadway just kind of always held an interest for me. And it was fun to be able to have an opportunity to actually have a connection there to be part of something that I, I love. I still love musicals. I love going to them. I love singing the songs, you know, singing the show tunes and even uh, dancing out some of the sequences. So it was fun to be able to have a connection with something that honestly is very different from the majority of my investments. It's just a whole different genre. And I didn't anticipate the doors would open and, and some of the events would happen as a result of investing in Broadway. You've had the opportunity, Elizabeth, to go to a show that you have directly invested in. Can you talk mm -hmm. to us about what that experience was like? Like, tell me it was worth it when you walked in the door? <laughs> what was that like? Well, I have to say that hearing some of the music prior to investing was one of the key things that drove the decision for me as well. And knowing that what story was being told was something that was important to me, that I felt needed to be shared, that was important for our world, for really just the entire world needed to hear that story. And so again, that goes back mm -hmm. to why I invest. I believe there has to be a meaning and a connection and a purpose behind the invest investment. So that particular show was one that I was very, very excited to see. And 
Um, it was a privilege actually to to meet some of the key players prior to going to the performance. It was really fun to go see it in its preview uh, stage and where it was located and just how thoughtfully it had been placed. Mm -hmm. I loved where we saw it. Um, it just mm -hmm. made the subject matter of the show even more powerful. So I really enjoyed it just all the anticipation, everything leading up to it. And then as I was sitting there, I wasn't really entirely sure what to expect, but um, it was nice to sit there and kind of, as I saw good things on the stage thinking, you know, I didn't do much, but I had a little part in this, in this mm -hmm. good thing. And were there things I would love to see changed or adapted or, you know, altered a bit? Uh, definitely, definitely. And sometimes I thought, well, you know, as an investor, hopefully I could raise those concerns and have a listening ear. And that was, mm. that was my hope. But I left really, really pleased that I had invested in that show. And I was grateful for the work of everyone. I was grateful that I'd had the opportunity. And the truth is with just one adjustment, I would love to see that show everywhere to the point where I would hope I would be able to raise funds and bring it here to where I live, to my whole state and sponsor performances because I feel like wow. it is of that kind of quality and that the message is so important. And um, I'm hoping I haven't given up hope that that might be something we could do in the future. Wow. I really hearing you describe that, uh, the impact that you, the potential impact you see in the production and then the potential impact of that production to reach hundreds, thousands of people. That's really unique. I don't know that every investor goes into an investment thinking that they, this investment will have that kind of impact. That's pretty special. Well, that's what we need to do, right? Make the world a better place. That's right. So Elizabeth, a potential investor listening to this podcast may not realize that investing in Broadway is similar to other investments in that you get access to a shareholder meetings, reports, and soon tax information. Like how have, in your experience, how is Broadway investing similar to other investments that you've made? Well, I think at the beginning level, any investment takes a lot of trust. You know, it's, it takes time. You have to investigate it. You have to really search it out. You have to fill, fill it out. Then you have to trust that those who are receiving your funds and asking for it and, and using your funds will respect you and honor you with that commitment, you've kind of that expression of trust in them. So I feel like that's the case in any investment. I have to feel like I can trust whomever I'm investing in or whatever organization I'm investing in. So it's similar to other investments in that way. Um, I'm trying to think how is how else we do get reports. I really appreciate that I get regular emails 
not just about the investment, but about what's happening on Broadway. Not just about mm. the shows I've invested in, but other shows. Just kind of a full report of of grossing sales, you know, for all of Broadway. I love that I see that. I love that I know that. And I feel like the fund that I invested in, the manager of that fund is working hard to communicate. And I really, really appreciate that. I would say, I think there's a lot more communication in this particular instance than there has been in other funds that I've invested in. So that's really great. And I, I love that. Uh, Elizabeth, we've talked about how your investment in Broadway is... Uh, similar in some ways to other investments. And then you were starting to talk about how your investment is different than other investments. And you were suggesting that the genre itself is different. What else is different about a real estate investment, seeing the walls go up or or an investment in the tech sector or or how is Broadway different, a different investment? Well, I would say that goes to the probably the risk and that's a similarity as well, right? All investments have risk. But for Broadway, it has been different because with real estate, I know that there's land or there's actual physical components that have value. And so I can go drive by and, you know, just look, oh yeah, it's being built. Okay, I see that. Or, you know, I feel, sometimes I feel like there's a little more security in the real estate. With Broadway, it's different because what's being built isn't a physical thing. It's an artistic thing. And you, again, goes back to that trust. You have to trust that the people on that team are creating something that is going to be powerful, that's going to have really good content, that's going to be delivered well, that they know how to execute every step of it. Uh, it's just, it's a longer process, I feel like. It's more, I wouldn't say more detailed because obviously real estate and, and software and some of these other things are very detailed as well. But yeah, it's just a different, a different genre really. And you kind of just have to keep going back to that trust. I, that's, I think why I really appreciated those updates saying, okay, here's where we're at in, in this process of developing a show. And one of the things that was really helpful was when you, Megan, actually taught us about what it takes to get a show to Broadway and kind of the different mm. phases. That was so helpful as an investor because then when I was getting these emails, I wasn't panicking. I wasn't thinking, what? Why is this taking forever? It was, oh, okay, I see now we're shifting into this new phase. And I could see us moving along and knew that things were on track. And I also really appreciated that occasionally there'd be a little video or something that had a clip of the performers practicing or reading or just on the stage, working on the set, you know, various things. So it's just nice to see the progress. And I would say it's fun. I, I mean, it's a lot more fun to, to listen to a song and, and hear names of people and, and music that I've been following or that I've known from the past and see them 
participating. That's a lot more fun than driving by and seeing, you know, hammer, nails, half of a wall in a bunch of mud. <laughs> so it's a lot more fun. Well, that's, uh, that leads me to my next question, which is what benefits, maybe outside of financial, have you realized this far? You talked about going and seeing the show. Now we talk about the early stages of the development, which is hard to be a part of. So to have those updates are helpful. Um, what other mm-hmm. what other benefits have you experienced? Do you, do you like saying that you're an investor or I have an investment in Broadway? You know, I, have, I actually just mentioned that to somebody this last week. I haven't you know, told a lot of people, but for some reason it kind of came up and I mentioned it and their reaction was just like, what? Whoa, you're, wow, that's really cool. You know, there was a definite reaction that is totally different than when, you know, other investments are discussed. They're just like, wow, that's, I think in some ways they see it as being a, a, um, a dream investment in that it's one again, that's just, it's just fun. And so many of us are like, Oh, I just have to be a really smart investment, but to add that layer of fun onto it is great too. Anyway. So people, people do, they do have a reaction when you say you're investing in Broadway, but I would say the other benefits are I've, I've been to New York. I've seen, you know, taken my daughter, gone to multiple plays and things, Um, but going out to see the show that I had invested in had a totally different meaning. And I found myself asking a lot more questions just in general on Broadway. You know, the more I learned about it, the more I thought, oh, this is really interesting. I want to know about this. I want to know about this. So it, it deepened the experience, not just for the show that I invested in, but for all the other shows that we went to see. And it was fun. Um, it felt like I had some belonging there, that I wasn't just a tourist, but there was a connection. There was a link to what's happening there in New York. And that was an unexpected feeling, but really nice in the sense that I don't know, honestly, that I would frequently go back to New York and to go and see a lot of shows. I There's so many other places I want to travel to. There's things going on in my family. You know, sometimes the just the logistics and other things are prohibitive. But now in my head, I'm like, I wonder when I could go back again. I'd really like to see this show. Oh, I'd really like to see that show. Oh, Oh, here's some more people that I'd really love to bring with me. And my brain was never on those thoughts before. And it's fun. It's fun. I I wish I had right now the circumstance where I could go back and see all the shows whenever I want. And someday maybe I will. But right now, I'm still a stay-at-home mom. I've got, you know, a lot of things happening here. Anyway, but it's fun to feel like I have some connections, some belonging, and just really fun to feel like I'm part of it, not just an observer. It sounds like, Elizabeth, that even with the inherent risk of investing in Broadway or any investment, that it's worth that risk to support Broadway, to feel a connection. 
Uh, that's great news for those of us who are making theater, making shows, musicals on Broadway. If you could talk with a producer who is listening to this podcast right now, what would you share with them? What can they do to strengthen this relationship between investors and producers, which is so important? Well, I actually have some specific advice. <laughs> I would say the communication has been really good and it's been really fun. I really appreciated meeting the producer of the show that I invested in and in multiple shows. And that was great. And he had good conversation. And I appreciated that when I saw him on the sidewalk, I could stop him and he would talk to me. It was great. So I love that. My two recommendations are first, if you are a producer and you're seeking investors, invite them to the show and pay for their tickets. Don't require them to buy their own tickets for the show that they already invested in. So that would be my first. And then my second is, and this I want to make sure comes across clearly. Broadway is not just for New York. It's not just for New Yorkers. Broadway is for the entire world. And just like I felt that love and that desire, that interest and passion for musicals when I was young and all the way since, we have this image, this, this idea of what Broadway is. It's the golden opportunity. It is, you know, the pipe dream. It's where everybody wants to end up. And it's where everybody wants to see the show. Broadway isn't just about the people producing it. It isn't just about the people performing in it. It isn't just about the people making it happen and the culture that surrounds them. And what makes me the most disappointed in what's happening on Broadway is that in an effort, and I'm not sure even the reason why, I, I liken it to movies. You know, they throw in language and scenes to get particular ratings and what they don't realize is that in doing so, they instantly cut off part of the audience that they could have. And I would say, truthfully and honestly, the most disturbing thing to me is that I cannot take my children to shows on Broadway because of the language and because of the content. And it's not just about me and my children. I know that I represent suburban America and I'm not the only one. As I have talked with more people, and shared with them about this show that I saw and how I want everybody to see it. And they get all excited and they want to know what it is. And, and I tell them how amazing and how powerful it is. And then I say, but you can't take your kids. But the kids are the ones who need to see it. And so if I would say to producers anywhere, I would say, you might want to be more careful but as I look at investing, that is part of it too. 
Is what I'm investing in representative of me? Is it something that I would be proud to share with others? The productions that I've invested in, I know are really amazing. And I loved watching the one that I saw and it breaks my heart. that I won't go see it again and that I won't take my children to go see it. It breaks my heart because the music is so good and the performers were so good and the message was so good and it's just what our world needs. But please don't follow what everybody is doing and cramming useless, unnecessary profanity into our productions. It's not necessary. And by doing so, you are eliminating a large percentage of your potential audience. And as an investor, I'd like to see as many people attending as possible. We want them cramming those seats and handing over their money and having a marvelous experience. So that's wow, Elizabeth. That's that is powerful insight. If to all the producers listening, listen, lean in, listen up that this, your comments represent a whole sector that can't be ignored. Thank you for your insights, Elizabeth. Thank you for sharing your time and talents. I hope other potential investors are listening and will take courage in your experience. Well, thank you again, Elizabeth. I really appreciate you. And I know you're off to teach a class. Uh, keep being you and thank you for your time. Where can people find you if they want to hear more from you? Where, where can people find you, Elizabeth? Well, you can find me at Enlightened with Elizabeth. And I have multiple services there, multiple connecting points. I love to work with people. I love to empower people to reach their dreams. And there's just a lot of information there you can find. One of my favorite things is actually to interview female entrepreneurs. And so if you are a female entrepreneur and would like to be interviewed and create some content that you can use in your marketing, then you can apply there at that website. I also, Megan, honestly just want to say, and to leave this on a high note is that yes, I do have those concerns and those recommendations for producers in, at Broadway, but I also do not regret my investment in Broadway. And as I see these performances rolling out and the good things that are happening, there was some video that the producer shared from a couple of the opening nights and the reaction of the audience and it was so thrilling and it was so fun. So I don't want anybody to go away thinking, oh, oh no, I could never do that. I, I, there's, you know, I should never invest. That's not it at all. We all have our opinions, like I said, and there's always room for improvement in everything we do in our personal lives, in our business lives. So I just want to end with, it is so fun and energizing. And I'll tell you, when I saw those videos, I wanted to jump in a plane and head back and go see the show myself and be part of that energy and part of that connection. And I'm thrilled 
that Broadway is back after COVID, I'm just so happy to see people in the seats and performers doing what they do best and to feel that energy and excitement and our world needs more of that. That was awesome. Thank you for adding that in. It's nice to have that, that positive note. Thanks for that. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Elizabeth. I really appreciate you. And I know you're off to teach a class. Uh, Keep being you and thank you for your time. 